When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Buff Nation! Let's go! Welcome into DMVR Buffs Primetime. We are presented by Illegal Pete's. Everyone's go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. What's up, man? Hell of a day. <laughs> what a day it's been. Hell of a day. It's been a long day already. <laughs> yes. Uh, we left the house at, what, 8.10? Just after. 8.10 to uh, make it down because... Today we were presented with a unique opportunity, Jake. <laughs> um, they have what's known as a photo window. Yes. Which is a brief period of practice where cameras can go in and take some pictures, take some videos, uh, what have you. Well, we want to go in. Yeah. <laughs> we want to watch, you know, even if it's 15 minutes of practice, you right. know, we want to go in there and not only collect content for us to use on thumbnails and that sort of thing, but you know, see what's up to go. Yeah. yeah <laughs> see what's up at practice. So, um, we talked to see you about it and they said, as long as you guys are using professional equipment and actually gathering content that you plan to use, which we did, which we of course did, then you can go. So man, I, I go home last night. I'm laying out all the cameras. Uh, I've got my Canon. I've got my old one that I'm giving to you. Getting them all charged up, ready to go, and uh, we uh, we trekked up there, and we had the best fifteen minutes of our lives. Eighteen minutes. Eighteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see what Jake did. Okay. Okay. Very artistic. Look at Neely in the background. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. Not bad. What else we got? Uh, not your best work there. Photography is my passion. Yeah, not your best work. <laughs> All right, what else we got? <laughs> That's Shane Cokes. Was that you that took that? Yes. Oh, I took a very similar photo. Yeah, these are all mine so far. These are all yours? Yeah. Did we get mine at all? Yeah, I haven't gone through them, though. Okay. I did get a good one. This is. I got a sign off from the producer, so. Is that one mine or Jake's? That's me. I have that same photo too. So did RG. <laughs> I mean, so I went down to try and get the DBs. Yeah. So, because I saw you guys all in the middle with the linebackers and the D line and stuff. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go down there. I wanted to like wrap around the field. They wouldn't let me though. So I had to like from far away with this like. I don't know what is it four times zoom like yeah yeah <laughs> try and snap these pictures across the field at these guys <laughs> yeah I was uh, I was uh, trying to do the same oh look at that man see I, you know I'm this ain't my first rodeo yeah that's a, that's art right there that's a pack of stampede and buffs right there yeah it is yeah it is Chance Main Derek McClendon um, there's Jimmy there's J five. Not bad, not bad. I think I had actually a better view of J5 in there somewhere. Shador was on the other side of the field, too. So, yeah, so that was the thing is we, our lenses can only go so far. Shador all the way across the field uh, on one side. Travis all the way across the field on the other side. So, you know, we were trying <laughs> to get the best best we could get. There's a little Javon, Javon. Antonio action. Drill says, I'm like that girlfriend or boyfriend who takes horrible pictures of you for the IG while you try to make your partner look great. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Wait, maybe the Lamar I didn't get Javon. I know that. That's See, that's what go. I mean. I told you, I got that same yeah. shot. We were probably just walking by uh, each other at the same time. Yeah. Anything else? Those are the good ones. I can find. Those All are right. <laughs> There we go. That was uh that's Sus just putting in the work, you know. Yep. Uh we brought the cameras, we got in, we got to watch a little bit, and <clears throat> we learned nothing. Well <laughs> we learned nothing new. Yes, that is true. Um the thing about it though 
is we had some things reinforced. Yeah. Um, one of them is that Coach Sal Sinceri is... What a gem. Um, can't really put this any other way than not here for the bullshit. <laughs> yes. In fact, I feel like he's just coming up with ways to be mad at these guys. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, I, I am impressed with how mad he can just always be. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got to be some sort of adventure playing. For Even that when you do the right thing under Coach Sal, you're you're on fair grounds to being yelled at. Yes, he <laughs> uh, he certainly certainly just loves to yell and and did not care at all <laughs> yeah. that we were all standing no. right there. He was the closest position group to us. Yes, yeah. He was like, I'll show him. I'll show him what's up. <laughs> Literally, what, yeah. What's going on here? Um, we got to see a little up close and personal with Coach Hart coaching the LBs. I just love like. I could just watch football practices all day. I, I wish we kind of like could walk around wherever we want because I just love getting nice, nice and close to the coaches and just hearing what they're saying. Um, just hanging out on the field. Yeah, man. you can just learn so much from these guys just watching. Uh, and you know, it's it's especially cool when you see the technique that they're teaching mm-hmm. really, you know, um, pay off in a game. Like yep. little things that we've seen on the videos that everyone's seen is like Coach Sinceri showing where to put your hands when you're attacking right and then you'll see like when someone has a gr- when shane cokes gets a tackle for loss for two yards this year you'll see he exploded off the line he got him right up in the chest yep. tossed him to the side made the play in the hole and you'll be like oh i remember in in fall camp when they were talking about that so i i just love watching that stuff and um it's uh it's just great you know the sounds the sights the weather was perfect it's just a beautiful amazing thing. day up there in boulder man um let's actually talk about practice though Oh, and by the way, okay. while we were, you know, pointing and shooting out there, yeah, our boy RG was getting the good stuff. Some fire. Um, so, yeah, you'll see a few of his shots as we, uh, as we talk about practice here. All right. So, I mean, <laughs> yesterday uh, we caused a little bit of a stir. We did? Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are you talking about with the... Uh, Shador. Neely... With the gem. Yes. <laughs> uh, ca- certainly caught the attention of everyone. All I ask is that you at least credit him. For sure. Uh, credit us, whatever. Um, credit Neely. Yeah. Some people are just taking that, running with it, trying, you know, we got sports books stealing it. Yep. Come on now. It is what it is. But uh, a lot of people were concerned about the defense after what was said yesterday. Mm-hmm. But it turns out the defense probably had their best day of practice yet and even though we didn't really mention them yesterday they've been coming on the last three four days or practices i should say yeah uh and it's funny because um it's like the opposite of what what we've been talking about with the broncos mm-hmm. uh, on the other show it's like russ really struggled early the offense really struggled early now they're stringing together practices that's the more normal um progression usually defense we talked about this on day one usually defense starts a little bit ahead of offense yeah um such was not the case here in boulder and today according to our guy neely was the first day the defense jumped in front of the offense and had the better day even though you know he said it was close but i think um seeing this defense gel and giving them a chance to kind of see what they have um we'll talk a little bit more about the survivors later on but like yeah Coach Hart, you know, Coach Kelly, Coach Sinceri, they're all learning what they have mm-hmm. and who is going to start. And Coach Hart told us a story of he just changed up the starters one day and didn't say anything, just wants to see how they respond. So, like, all of that stuff is going on right now, whereas the offense has a little bit of a better idea of where they're at. They're still probably looking for a starting five up front, and, you know, you're obviously rotating the, the wide receivers a lot. But for the most part, they know what they have. These are guys that have been working together, you know, constantly. So you get a little bit of everything uh, on the defense, whereas the offense is a little bit more dialed in. And I love to hear that, like, right around now, a week in, the defense is starting to take flight a little bit. Yep. I mean, it's just, I think I said it yesterday, the defense had a lot more transfer pieces come in this summer or later in the cycle than the offense did. Shador was already there. Travis was already there. They've had opportunities to build chemistry um, right there. Ty Austin, he was hurt in the spring. Dude. Like, getting these guys back and healthy, it's a brand-new defense in every sense. 
Ty Jalston might be one of the guys that we need to talk about a lot more. Yeah. Uh, he he might just be a beast. He, he looks like a beast. Yep. Yep. Um, and he's getting some love from the coaches. From Neely, um, said that the defense is just coming together uh, multiple ways, just what you said, but also in terms of organization and communication and just getting a grasp on what they're being asked to do. Shador was sharp again, though. And he has probably been the player of camp so far. Oh, yeah. And he is not showing any signs of slowing down. He just keeps on chaining together great days. Um, Neely called him Mr. Consistency. And that's with spreading the ball around a lot, too. I asked him who his favorite target was today. He said he didn't really have one. He said he did a really great job, especially the last two days, of spreading it around, uh, attacking all areas of the field. You mentioned that drill uh, that we saw from Coach Lewis. Or, uh, I think it was Bucky on well-off, but he's working with Coach Lewis, Shador is, and he's just firing the ball off these quick footwork, quick snap drills. He's yep. locked in. He is unbelievable, man. Um, I just I could talk about him all day, every day, but the big thing is consistency. Yep. And if you can count on your quarterback day in, day out, to bring you the same caliber – of play um or at least have a very strong baseline for what you know you can expect it's just changes everything for the offense and what they can call like you don't have to worry like oh Shador seeing the field well today can we yeah. call this or whatever like you know what you get from him you know he's gonna read it right you know he's gonna make smart decisions and Trevor Woods told us after practice like he's hard to get a pick off of which they still haven't done mm-hmm. um because he takes calculated risks yep um got some info on carmani neely said he's doing a hundred percent better in terms of acclimation and just getting used to the altitude the team the entire new environment basically picking up the defense um neely was with the trenches he says all the time but we saw him there today gave us some great insight Basically said Tank has been the best offensive lineman so far. And not only off the field, but as a leader. Or not on the field, but as a leader off the field. Yes. Um, how awesome is that? Yes. The survivors. Yep. Survivors are going to come up a lot today. Of course, survivors meaning the players who were here last year, who made it through, and are still on this team. Uh, and how about Tank? Not only performing well on the field, but Neely told us, He'll go and tell a, a, an edge guy, yeah. this is why you didn't get by me here. Mm-hmm. Because you you know, showed that you were going to do this, so I knew that move was coming or whatever. You know, And I've seen that before, but like I've seen that from like Vaughn Miller right. helping a rookie Garrett Bowles yeah. you know, in the, on the other way around, where it's like, hey, here's why I got by you, because I did this. Um, for Tank to be doing that not only shows you a little bit about who he is because a lot of guys would think you would think I don't want to give the defense anything, especially right. early in camp. Yeah. Because my, that might be my ass on the line later. So it shows you that one, what kind of person he is and what kind of teammate he is, but two more than anything, Jake, how dialed he is and how comfortable he is and how confident he is. Yep. That means a lot to me. It tells me he's not worried about giving the defense a tip because he because he's afraid it's going to get him beat later. Right. Um, it's great, man. This guy just started playing or starting last year, midway through the season. Obviously, they were really bad last year. He went through all that, survived camp or uh, spring football. Now he's in camp and continuing to ascend. He was the offensive player of the day. Yeah. What about that? Love to see that. Um, so now the protection around Shador. Starting to look much better. Shane Cokes on the defensive side of the ball, defensive player of the day. Like if Tank is winning, but when we didn't get into the exact battles he was winning, but like if he's winning battles against Jordan Dominic, yeah, I feel amazing. Yeah, I feel amazing about this team. Yeah, uh, we've said it a few times this week, but like if you protect two, you're gonna win a lot of games. Mm-hmm. Two things: protect him, stop the run. Um, those are like the two spots where you can hurt your strengths, meaning. You're really strong at corner. You're really strong at quarterback. So don't look, look, force them to pass the ball by stopping the run and don't let them get back there and hit your quarterback. And, and this team's going places. Um, Shane Cokes, though, just, I mean, since he got 
to Boulder, basically, has been a leader for this defense. Um, and as we learned yesterday, has two years, I believe, too. So he's going to continue to grow and get better. Um, I think that's it. You ready to talk about survivors? Um, yes, yes. Uh, I just want to say just one more thing on the defense. It's not, I don't know. I just hate the way that everyone has to take the opposite side of things. Yes. Um, if Shador's good, that means the defense is bad. Like, no, it, it doesn't have to be that way. Right. And I loved the top comment on our show yesterday was that Shador tore up Jackson State in practice every single day. Well, guess what? Jackson State was the best defense in FCS. Exactly. So, you know, iron sharpens iron. It's not necessarily just because one side is good means the other side has to be bad. For sure. Shout out to Saturday Neon. How's the spirit of the buffs after today? Ooh, as baby. bright as the the Colorado sun. Love it. Uh, Saturday Neon's a company company started by two friends and former college roommates at CU. They make officially licensed collegiate logo LED neon signs. They're based out of Denver. Uh, they're made with high quality materials and all uh, neon signs, backed by a two year warranty. Everything shipped. Uh, that you need to mount power and dim every sign is easy to install and operate as well. They've got 19 select schools, including CU. And you can go to SaturdayNeon.com and use the code DMVR. You'll get 10% off your order today, and you get free shipping on orders over 200 bucks. And then Shador's number two. Mm. We may have a little something up our sleeve on Friday. America's barbecue sauce. Yes, sir. Uh, Shador's number two is a tomato-based, rich, thick, sweet, molasses-style barbecue sauce with tangy vinegar and fiery heat. It finishes with a subtle, smoky note. Um, you guys, Buff Nation's been great. They're, they're all in on the Shador's number two train. We get yep. pictures of it all the time on B the Buff's account. I love that. Go to plbse.com. Use the code ALLCITY, all caps, all in word, at checkout, and you'll get 10% off your order of Shador's number two barbecue. Survivors, Ryan. Let's start with the headline of the show because i saw it get brought up in the comments yep you've made it this far you make it through the past uh ad break you get the payoff there you go <laughs> who is the surprise defender who is a starter right now marvin ham we talked to coach hart after practice and marvin ham he said uh if they played today would be his starting Mike linebacker. Mm -hmm. And that is one hell of a feather in the cap of the kid because coach Hart said it himself. I tried to run him off. Yes. I tried to grade him hard every single day after practice. And he just kept rising to the challenge and rising to the challenge and he made it through. And so he, he makes him, you know, he makes himself on the survivors list and then pulls up to fall camp against a, you know, a bunch of guys, um who are new and hangs right in there and according to coach hart would start for him today that is a a lovely little story right there yeah man uh we told you guys that there is some talent on this team even though they went one and eleven there was still some leftover talent marvin ham earned his number in the spring number 25 mm -hmm. he's going to be out there quite a lot um, do we just want to go into trevor then right now too well just on marvin uh one of the things that coach Hart also said was he was playing a different position for them last right, year. Right. He was playing Sam. He's playing Sam. So then you bring him over and have him play Mike. And sometimes that's all it takes. Uh, you know, we saw it happen at Jackson state with, uh, James Houston. Is that his yep. name? Yep. Yep. Uh, you know, he goes from playing, uh, off, off ball. ball to on ball into the edge and he becomes, you know, the second leading, uh, sack getter from rookies in the NFL last year. Uh, so which is just an incredible you know feather in his cap and feather in the cap of the coaching staff back at jackson to recognize that in him and give him that shot sometimes a guy's playing out of position maybe his body type tells you that one thing uh, but you try him somewhere else and he unlocks a different part because you know i'll just be honest marvin ham wouldn't have necessarily been high on my list of guys you gotta keep right um but i know one thing he's matured a lot um He's already graduated uh, because I saw him walk at, at, at Allie's little brother's oh, graduation. <laughs> um, so, you know, he's kind of become a grown man. And sometimes guys are just a little bit late bloomers. Sometimes they're in the wrong spot. 
I think we can all agree that we trust Coach Hart in his evaluations. Yes. And the fact that he is in the position that he's in right now, and we'll see what happens. Um, at, you know, he's got three more weeks to go, but just it, it's cool to see. These are my favorite types of stories: is the guys who stick it out. You know, don't transfer. Uh, might be up against the eight ball. Maybe they walked on. Just the guys who get to where they're trying to get later in their careers uh, are are just like really satisfying stories to hear. Yep. This is what Coach Prime wants out of his roster, man. He's going to, I mean, get every single drip of sweat and just blood, tears, everything. He wants you to dedicate everything to the game. And seeing these guys being rewarded for sticking around, um, it must make him feel good, honestly. Mm -hmm. And just seeing you know, how this team has matured off the field and on the field over the last eight months or so, it's been really impressive to see and... I mean, I didn't expect him to come out and, you know, hold on to a roster spot and let alone be a starting caliber player this year. Yep. Um, so it's a complete surprise and good on him, man. Absolutely. And here's one thing that I think everyone has to understand about linebacker. Um, more than 50% about it is about being in the right place. Mm -hmm. You could have all the talent in the world. If you can't get yourself in the right place, you can't, you can't be on the field. Yep. Um, and so if I had to guess the reason why he is starting right now is because he's doing the best at that. Mm -hmm. um, that's all just understanding and mental. Um, and he's obviously athletic. I think he was a solidly rated uh, recruit coming out of high school. Yep. But that maturity and that understanding and, and being there uh, and for whatever reason, you know, maybe it's clicking more with this coaching staff, like being uh, understanding your keys and being in the right gaps and not playing yourself out of plays by going to the wrong place uh, is so, so important at that linebacker position. Uh, and, and, you know, he's got a little bit of a head start of really any of those guys because what it's just Marvin and, and freshman who rolled over from the spring, right? Yes. So those guys obviously have a head start too. And coach Hart kind of said they're helping with terminology with the other guys, which is great from young players, mm -hmm. but He's got a head start in terms of his experience, and also he was in that defense in the spring. And like we said, he's making the most of him, so good for him. Marvin Ham joined the squad in 2019. He was actually a 247 Sports four-star yeah, recruit. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, was a 247 Sports composite three-star, top 500 player from Bellevue, Michigan. He only had 10 tackles last year. He might get that in a game this year. Yep. Uh, on to Trevor. We'll go back to. We'll circle back to Coach Hart. Or do you want to do Coach Hart now? Either one. Let's do Trevor since we're talking about the survivors. You asked, or it was you that asked him, right? What about about being a survivor? Yes. Yeah. 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 I asked him. You know, is there a bit of a badge of honor that you wear being one of the few guys who made it through the spring and and from last year's team? And he lit up, man. When I asked him that, he really like gave a big smile and he was like yeah it's kind of funny you know we do talk about that um, and how about his teammates walking by yeah you Th know this team loves trevor woods and that's what i was gonna say it's so funny because i think we're slowly but surely getting there yeah with with the chat i know you guys yeah. didn't believe us yeah okay there, there, we, go. Let's there, go, we, go. there we go there <laughs> we go you didn't believe us at first but trevor woods could ball and the number one reason uh you know, the number one thing that's really highlighting that to me is what this team thinks of him. Yep. Uh, and so as he's on the podium, all the guys are walking by. Oh, my God, is that Trevor Woods? I know that guy. You know, they're just yep. like that classic stuff that you just see when when you really love a teammate. How about Coach Prime yesterday talking about who does right and who does wrong? He brought up Trevor and he went through each room quarterback. Everyone thinks Shador is pretty good, right? Yep. Is he doing more right or wrong? Everyone says right. He goes through. Uh, running back, or, or he went to wide receiver, Jimmy Horn. Mm -hmm. When he went to safety, he said Trevor Woods. Yep. So he's he's doing all the right things. He is as football as football comes. Like, he, you know, Texas high school. Yeah. <laughs> just lives and breathes football. Loves this game. Uh, loves his teammates. And uh, you know, from everything I've heard, he projects to be a starter. The just you know for sure in the same way that we thought he would back in uh in the spring when we talked about it or in between when we talked about it um but it sounds like he's doing a great job out there and uh so yeah i think he does wear a little badge of honor and i think he proved to himself last year that he could play at this level yes he did um 
And I don't think he's the type of guy who would have ever doubted it when Coach Prime came here that he would be one of these guys still standing. For sure, man. I mean, last year was a hard watch, but it was really clear when you watched the defense who was the fastest player, who was the most aggressive, just who was the best defender overall. Um, he made he cleaned up a lot of stuff that could have been a lot worse last year. Yep. And now he's got a much more talented surrounding cast. He's got a better coach, a coach who has coached everywhere and coached with the best. Um, he's got great safeties around him, too. He was awesome today. Um, just comparing this year to last year, said it's a whole different vibe. He also spoke about playing against Shador at practice, said it's not easy to get a pick off of him. He takes calculated risks and he's very accurate yep not easy is putting it lightly yep <laughs> um he called charles kelly one of the best safety coaches in the country and then this was interesting he was asked about the differences in scheme between last year and this year mm -hmm. he said first off it's a lot it's a lot more pressures than we ran last year because we didn't run too many last year ryan yeah we talked about that in the car right here yep that is a bad place to be where they were last year no talent no pressure or very little talent i should say no <laughs> yeah. pressure um Bless you me. got no shot as a defense if if you can't cover uh and you can't get to the passer yep so that's where they were and they and we talked about it a little bit during the year last year like why aren't they bringing more pressure why aren't they trying to manufacture pressure because they certainly can't get it with the front four they weren't doing it do you know why maybe <laughs> It's because their best blitzer is probably their best pass coverage guy in Trevor Woods. Trevor Woods, yeah. I mean, <laughs> he could have played it. He could have probably could have played edge for them. And right. Done better. Um, yeah. So that, you know, forget about last year, but it is nice to hear about pressure, pressure packages this year. Yep. Uh, and just know, like, I just know that the defense is in good hands in terms of competency. Like, Charles Kelly knows what he's doing man he's seen it all and he's gonna give these guys probably as much as they can handle in terms of understanding uh you know the, the number of play calls that he wants to have right he said players that have stood out to him on this year's squad Des Moines Kennedy Jeremiah Brown and Shane Cokes so two guys in his room and then Shane Cokes again just probably the defensive captain at this point if you had to yep. vote for someone Definitely. Um, he also said that Jimmy Horn Jr. was the toughest matchup he's had in one-on-ones going against uh, those receivers. And that just gives us a little hint, right? Because he said, I'm not really outside. And we've talked about this, but right. just like hearing it from the players. So I haven't been outside. So I'm, I haven't covered uh, Zay and I haven't covered Travis. So I'm probably going to have to say Jimmy. So again, that just, you hear it from a player and you start to piece it together. Okay. You know, Zay, Travis, obviously Javon Antonio fig figures into that. Javon Antonio can almost play like a big slot for you sometimes. Yep. Um, kind of be a tight end if you need him to be in terms of a passing, pass catching, you know, threat. Right. But when I start thinking of the defense, or sorry, the offense, I'm thinking Zay, Travis, Jimmy. That's your base three. You know, we, that was a question you asked the Neely the other night. Okay, mm -hmm. if it's an 11 personnel, who's the three? That's probably what I would guess it is right now. Right. Um, Trevor said a lot of interesting stuff today. He was great. Uh, one of the more interesting things I thought he said was early on when he said CU's been playing in a lot of three and four safety looks on defense. Yeah, that's, I mean, again, talking about multiplicity. Um, is, that a, is that a word? Feels like a sure. word. Um, <laughs> it, this team can be so multiple on defense because of the, the amount of safeties they have and the interesting amount of defensive backs. But you can imagine a, a situation where you have uh, Trevor and Shiloh back, bring in Cam into the box, and then maybe, you know, even have another safety playing like a nickel role. Yep. Well, I didn't get a chance to ask Trevor about Roderick Ward. And we tried to ask Neely about him on Friday night. And we were told TCU is watching. Yep. He's going to be a weapon, I think. He certainly is a ball hawk. Yes. And you love to have that on defense. Uh, I'm just excited, though. When you hear three, four safeties, I mean, we talked about this defense being multiple. That's pretty much the crux of it right there. And this safety group is pretty much going to be what I think what drives this defense, honestly, mm -hmm. especially if there's this many on the field. Because what you said, they're going to be playing all over the place. They're going to be able to impact the game in many more ways than just coming downhill, 
uh, from the top to stop a run or playing deep coverage. You know, they're going to be doing a lot of things with them. Totally. I mean, certainly this this defense is built around the defensive backs. Yes. And, you know, Jaquez Robinson is listed as a safety now on yep. the roster. So, you know, we talked about, you know, six DB sets. Well, you're counting him maybe as one of those as a hybrid player. We know that Shiloh has um, a little bit of background as a corner. Yep. Of course, not only did he play corner <laughs> at South Carolina, he was raised by the greatest corner of all time. Right. So, you know, maybe you can use him uh, as a nickel player and use someone else like Slush back there at, at say, I mean, you can just get so creative with the combinations you're putting out there. And it's really exciting. I mean, I'm going to be counting on you probably um, up in the press box to just be like charting out oh, all yeah. the shit that's happening. I'm going to try my best for sure. And then like, I was thinking about this yesterday. Like you should also chart uh, snaps for Trevor or for uh, Travis. Oh like, yeah. How many he's playing on offense, how many he's playing on defense. So we can talk yeah. about that after the game. It's all fascinating. It is. This team is just fascinating in every aspect, off the field, on the field. Uh, everyone's talking about them. Everyone wants to see them play. I can't wait. Uh, Coach Hart, talking about uh, how camp's gone overall, said that things are getting better. They've been settling in. And interesting thing, I thought, he said they're catching up to the tempo of the offense. Has anyone said that going back to spring? Like, eh, we're actually kind of hanging with them a little bit. Dude, it's a I good mean, sign. I, I basically, as we were walking off um, the field today, they went into team period, so they didn't. They weren't going right. to let us see any team period stuff. Um, and as we were walking off, when they went into team, the offense literally ran over there, ran over the ball, and like got set. Yeah, and it's just like it's a mindset thing, you know. Yep. And Sean Lewis talks about it all the time he wants everything to be fast he wants to live fast he wants to talk fast he wants to eat fast he wants to call plays fast he's doing everything so fast and that's another thing that you know why the offense is probably ahead of the defense to start camp it's just like you cannot be ready for that no it's a shock and you know we talked about this before practice but the guy going viral right now the 455 pound uh nose tackle for tcu um, which, you know, is just crazy. The pictures are crazy. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, well, I hope they try and put him out there because what's going to happen when he has to be on the field eight plays in a row yes. because they go hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. I mean, he's just going to be a, a, you know, a traffic cone in the middle of the defense. He's not going to be able to move. Um, That's why you should read him. Uh, totally. So, you know, you, you just think of the, what, the, what every defense that faces this defense is going to have to deal with. In terms of speed, no one's going to be ready for it. It took the guys that practice with them every day a week yep. to get used to that pace and get up to that pace. Uh, and everyone is going to be better off for it in terms of their conditioning when when we get to September 2nd. Uh, Coach was also asked about Demoy Kennedy quite a bit, actually. He said he brings an extra sounding board for Coach Kelly and just helping out with the defensive assignments. Obviously, he was in this defense last year or the last few years, however long he was at Alabama. And now he's helping it get installed here or helping, I guess, just keep everyone on the same track at CU. He spoke about his speed. He said his speed gets him paid. Yeah, I loved that. <laughs> it was great, so good. Great, great quote. Uh, that was, I asked him, what, is it, what does that do for you? He says, that gets me paid. <laughs> yeah. um, he described a play in which Dylan Edwards self-proclaimed and also um stamped by cam yep fastest player on the team got out on a wheel route no linebacker in the country should be able to stay with that no but demoy kennedy who multiple people have told us is top five including dylan himself was able to stay with it and not only trail it but undercut it yep. uh and make a play on the ball the dude is unreal um i almost wonder if he should have been playing offense in this life yeah. <laughs> to be that big and that fast is a hell of a weapon. Um, but for now he's going to play a, a inside linebacker for the buffs and it just, there's no, you cannot put a price on having a guy in that position who can run that fast. And while coach Hart said Marvin Ham starting Mike right now, he also said having Des Moines on the field 
saves you from having to substitute a lot because even if they want to go, you know, with a lot of receivers out there, he can stay in there and, and guard. For sure. Which is incredible. Yeah, man. He's a fantastic addition to this team. He keeps on getting better and healthier as he goes. He was out there in full today, too. Like, he's yep. pretty much there. So it's just a matter of... Yeah, no of, more yellow jersey, right? Yeah. So it's just a matter of kind of getting everything to put together. Um, finally, guys, just for you, just for you, chat, I asked Coach Hart about Brendan Gant. I was told he's still going through medical checks, has not practiced yet, but he is there. He is here. And he is a, quote, student of the game, according to Coach Hart. Yeah, that was great stuff. Remember, son of a player. Uh, and I think if there's one thing that I noticed that's a common thread uh, between guys whose dads played in the league, it is understanding how important the mental side of the game is. Yes. Um, being an athlete is obviously a, you know, a requirement at the door, but when you can understand why teams are doing certain things, what teams do out of certain looks, if you're out there at linebacker and you see them come out in tight <clears throat> and you say, okay, well, I know, you know, the general uh, idea of why they want to come out in tight, it helps you so much. And so it sounds like he's dealing with a little bit of an injury, um, but when you can get out there and get smarter and understand the defense and hopefully when he gets out there uh, physically, he'll be even more ready mentally. That's the crazy thing is they have another player they're going to add to this linebacking core. After everything we just said today, yep. there's another legitimate power five player who has played multiple positions, is making the transition to linebacker here again at CU, and has put up numbers. Yep, He's done this before. And, um, and just saying what I just said, I'm kind of... Uh, I'm kind of confident in him knowing where to be. Sure. Knowing how to be in the right place. By the way, uh, to Sean's comment, um, I did not think about the fact that it was 8-8 today. Long live DT. It's kind of crazy. Just going through the closet, I saw the shirt, and I'm like, yeah, I want to wear that today. And turns out it's 8-8. So uh, long live DT for sure. That's my guy, man. Probably my favorite player ever. Got to be up there. Got to be up there for sure. Um, what else do we got? And how about uh, Amari McNeil paying tribute to the to Demarius Thomas yesterday with the nice catch <laughs> and the truck stick of uh, yeah. Gavin Cole that came <laughs> yeah. out and well off and didn't uh, reach the people. <laughs> My God, respect to Gavin yes. for trying to make the play. Yes, but oh man, he bounced off that. He, uh, he bounced <laughs> off Amari McNeil. All right, uh, let's get through this really quickly so we can get out. Um. Coach Hart was asked about Coach Prime's coaching style um, and how involved he actually is. He said he tells you he's hands-off, but he's just like he was when he played football. He's man-on-man. Man. He sees everything on the field. Uh, just mentioned how much... I mean, this is Coach Prime's team. We say it all the time, but some people need to hear it again. This is Coach Prime's team. He is involved in everything. Stop asking him what he's involved in or yes. how much... He, how much input he has. He has all the input. He's involved in everything. Uh, he has his fingerprints on anything that's going on with this program. Um, so, yeah, he uh, he's that guy. Uh, last quote. Coach Hart was asked about the Kobe Taylor Barracks, Morgan Pearson, um, Victor Johnson, all these young linebackers that he has. He says, I love the potential. I'm set up for a little bit now. I love what I've got in that room. So linebackers, stock way, way up, top to bottom. This group is deep. Um, they're athletic. They're fast. Yep. Smart, Vontae tough, Bentley. physical. Yep. Smart, <laughs> tough, fast, uh, physical. Wait. <laughs> smart, tough, fast, discipline with character. Yes. <laughs> you always want to get physical in there because it kind of sounds I like know. discipline. <laughs> um, and then Byron Leftwich was at practice today. How cool is that? It was dope, man. He was coaching Tom Brady not too long ago. I know. I know. Uh, ho hopefully, he's got you know another big opportunity coming up for him around the corner. He will. Uh, extremely, extremely bright offensive mind. So, um, just it's amazing. There's someone new every day. Yep. Daniel Graham also there today. Legendary tight end. Um, only at Colorado is this type of stuff happening on a day in day out basis. Yeah, it's awesome, man. And that's just a Tuesday. 
saw a tweet. Someone said that. <laughs> All right. Uh, shout out to Breckenridge Brewery. Mountain Beach Sours, once again, the beer of the month here at the DMVR bar. Their best beer, I'll add. That's a personal opinion, but it's still great. <laughs> you can try RK's favorite, the Strawberry Sky. Uh, we got plenty of others on tap here. The Avalanche Amber Ale, the Mile High City Golden Ale, uh, Broncos Country Pale Ale, the Fun <laughs> Slinger, all that good stuff. Flyboy says uh, he laughed out loud when he heard you ask about Gant. Let's go. <laughs> that was for you, brother. <laughs> um, you can find a Breck Brew near you using their beer locator. Go to www.breckbrew.com. You can find a Breck Brew near you. Um, and then shout out to us. Oh, Shady Rays, sorry. And then us. Also a shout out to us. Well, we do have to shout out us. But take on the sewing gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered. Uh, they're the independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product. Strong, durable frames, extremely clear polarized optics. Um, every pair is backed by their lost and broken replacement program. Even if you don't like your Shady Rays after you get them, they will replace them. No questions asked. Head on over to ShadyRays.com and use the code DMVR. You'll get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. And you could try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. And then finally, shout out to us. Um, you guys should consider becoming a DMVR diehard. Tons Amen. of perks that come with it. When you sign up, you get a free shirt. Um, and that's every year after you get a free shirt. With that, you also get 20% off merch always, 20% off all events. You get access to our diehards only Discord. The Discord's been going crazy since camp started. Ooh. Everyone's back in. Um, you got a diehard card. Tons of good stuff. Uh, so head on over to thedmvr.com. The we have Friday Night Live here later in the week. You guys, the Broncos, yep. preseason well, game too. Yeah, preseason game. We're doing a pregame show live in the bar. So that'll be fun. So check out the DMVR. And I mean, just a regular pregame show, not the pregame show. Right. <laughs> um, so, Jake, we have a dispute uh -oh. to address. What? Remember I asked Neely in our video who won yesterday because we forgot to ask you. Yes. And he said, offense won yesterday, but I'm giving today to defense. Well, as many people always point out in the comments, well off just dropped. With the caption, defense wins the day again. Mm. So Bucky's got defense back-to-back -back days. Neely's yeah. got offense yesterday, defense today. Um, we don't actually have a dispute to settle. But <laughs> it, I, what I, my point was going to be, I love that it's been that competitive. That you, know, you can get two people watching practice from two different angles, come away with two different takeaways yep. from who won the day. That just tells you it's really competitive. Uh, last couple days, obviously. And uh, in high, you know, just high intensity, high energy, getting plays on both sides of the ball, that has to happen for two, you know, two people to think differently. It's like I've been to so many Broncos practices. We never even did who won offense or defense at Broncos practice. It's just defense every day, right? Every day, well, yeah, for years. For years, so that's what I mean. <laughs> Five, six, seven years in a row. Um, you can always interpret, okay, great play offense, bad play defense. What does it mean? What does it mean? But you want to see both sides. Um, and I think Neely talked about that. I can't remember if it was on the video or off the camera with us. Just mm -hmm. like, hey, it's okay if they make a great play. <laughs> like, right. That's good for everyone. Yeah, we need that. Yeah, yes. yeah. We need Shador to dime up Jimmy Horn 55 yards down the field. If you get beat by a step, you know, we don't want to see it happen. But it doesn't mean the end of the world because he threw a perfect ball to the, one of the fastest guys on the team. Exactly. All right. Before we get to the rest of these, do not ask about Tyler Brown. He's there. He's okay. He was a little under the weather for a bit. Yeah. Relax. He's all right. All right. Who's first? Zai. Did y'all like what y'all seen? Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was limited. You know, we didn't get to see a lot, but the, my biggest takeaway is just the coaching. They're so yes. hands on. They're so dialed in. They're in. You never see guys in the back of the huddle or the back of the area like, whispering talking right you know yeah uh because they're all eyes on the coaches yep um i can't tell you how many professional practices i've seen where guys are not paying attention to mm -hmm. the coaches um, it, it happens everywhere we these guys are, are locked yeah we've been talking about this man coach prime brought these guys here for a reason yep. and it's a common goal common mindset everyone's locked in 
And there's just a hunger with this team. Yep. I love it. Uh, Nicholas, what's up, man? Did we see any drills? Yeah, we saw individual drills. Um, I saw the DBs doing, like, uh, backpedaling, ball tracking drills. Um, there's a lot of hand placement for the D-line kind of um, leverage type things. Yep. Um, Tackled. I mean, you guys saw yeah. a lot of what we saw in just Basically. the B-roll that RG got for us. Uh, yeah, Like you said, individual drills. So we didn't get to see any, like, one-on-ones or seven-on-sevens, yep. on anything like that, unfortunately. Maybe sometime soon. Uh, Tavon is asking, when is the new DMVR Buffs gear hitting the site? Bro, I've been throwing so much at Eric. Yeah? <laughs> uh, I think we have, like... Have we settled on stuff? I just think we're going to roll out a bunch. Like okay. Maybe, like, a whole line uh, of new Buffs gear for the season. Um, so, very soon. But I'm talking multiple shirts. Hell, yeah. Can't wait. Uh, Travis Foster with the super chat. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you, Travis. Oh, and then he, he did it again. What did he say? Uh, one, how much HBCU's game day culture will we see during Buffs home games? Two, will we see any two-back formations in short yard situations? Let's start with two first. That's, I mean, we don't really know yet. Um, it kind of surprised me, actually, if we, it's like eye formation, but two backs in the shotgun for sure. Yeah, I think there's so much you can do. Um, you know, you, you, they don't really have much of a fullback. Right. But what you could do is, you know, put up Smoke and Dylan out there. And mm -hmm. now the defense is thinking, like, well, what the hell are they going to do? And you can motion Dylan out to get a, a backer out of there and then hand it to Smoke and let him, you know, try and move the pile a little bit. You can um, do, like, a counter action where Smoke is the lead blocker for Dylan. Like, right. there's so much you can do with multiple backs so i wouldn't be surprised to see them do it ultimate um, caskill did that at houston there's a clip in that film room of him lead blocking for an end around exactly he so you know they you're not going to see a lot of eye form uh or anything like that yeah. no power eye that sort no, of thing no, no. although they did have a power eye package at uh jackson interesting so at a pistol or under no center? under center i love it so you could see a you know a few different things but I think you'll see a lot of a lot of mixing and matching with the personnel on offense because you have so many options at those positions. Um, and then seeing HBCU's game day culture, I mean, I don't know yet. Yeah, we haven't had a game, but I mean, Coach Prime has changed a lot around Boulder, and you know, bringing some HBCU culture to Boulder is exactly what kind of needed. And I love it. It's still there's ways to go though. I think it's, it'll be a process. Like game one, I think. Will look a lot different than the last home game of the year yep. this year. But Coach Prime said himself, "Don't sleep on the band." He's yep. impressed with the band. Hell so yeah. uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. I, I think that Coach Prime is going to make a huge impact in so many different things, from game day to just the city to you know, the, the list goes on. Right. Stay tuned. What's up, Alpine? Here's a question that should set fires. Why would anyone not want offered all to get a scholarship? Anyone want to field that? <laughs> I mean, he's a fan favorite. Yeah, everyone loves Charlie. Um, we'll see if it happens. A lot of competition out there for those last eight-ish scholarships or whatever we're at. Right Everyone's got to earn it. Yeah. Angela, what's up? Um, put on your defensive coordinator hat. Based on what we know, how do you defend Travis, J5, and Dylan? X and Dylan. Oh, X and Dylan. Do you zone up? I've been saying this. For a couple of weeks, you, you, yeah. I don't think you can play a man on this team. Uh, just straight up, I don't think you can play a man. Um, and now I know people are going to try because a lot of coaches don't trust their defense to understand how to play zone. Right. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's going to be a lot of zone because even you know, forget J five over the top. Just imagine the mesh with. Travis and Jimmy, you know, coming across the middle. There is no one in the country that can stay with both of them. No. Nope. In, in that concept. So um, the man beaters will be too easy for Shador, in my opinion, uh, with the, the weapons that he has. I mean, you know, you go back to what LSU was doing in 2019. And they just let Joe Burrow spread him out. Like, you can't go man. No. And no, then no. you just pick him apart from that point because yep. you have matchups. And then, of course, you have the talent to just win routes. Right. Right. And that's kind of what's happening here. I know. I, 
I'm just going to have to see it first before I understand how you stop him. And really, that's why I just keep talking about protecting Shador, because that's the one thing I keep coming back to. Okay, how do you stop him? Well, you get pressure. Yep. That's about your best bet. All right. Uh, we got a few more minutes. Uh, Nick, hey, guys, any word of buff tailgates or events for the TCU game or the party at? Oh, yeah. Good question. We got our tailgate. Uh, you can get a tailgate and a ticket to the game through us for cheaper than the tickets are going for on the secondary market right now. So that's uh, awesome. We got about 25 more of those. So make sure you, you hop on that because th after this one, we're, we're fully out. Fully out. We've uh, we've upped it and upped it and upped it, and uh, we're going to be maxed out here. So if you want to hang with us, um, Alyssa, can we drop the link in the description? The link is in the description. If you want to hang with us at TCU, it's going to be an absolute blast. Hell yeah, man. I cannot wait. I can't either. Cannot wait. What's up, Eric? Do you believe that coach makes the player or player makes the coach? All situations. I mean, it, it goes both ways. Yep. There's a lot of times where the players make the coaches look way better. Yes. And, I mean, you can go through, like, the greatest players. Like, Peyton Manning, you know how many coaches he got jobs? Right. Just because they were associated with him? Yep. Um, but in other cases, you well, know, like Travis Hunter is going to make everyone look great out there. And uh, at, the same, at the same time, you know, there are a lot of players who, when paired with the right coach, you know, they, that's when they blossom. Nick Saban talked about this after uh, Bama lost. Um, I can't remember which game last year, but he had Bryce and Will Anderson on the podium up there with him. Just said, like, these guys, like, Coach Saban does a great job of heaping praise on those players, but he does it all the time. And, I mean, if he's doing it, one of the greatest coaches of all time, like, he's talking about how these players make it go. It's just a two-way street. I will say this. the great You could assemble the greatest coaching staff of all time, if you don't have the guys, you're gonna you're still gonna yes, lose. Yes, exactly. So you know, I think when push comes to shove, it, the the players are more important, but it's all hand in hand. Yep. All right, a few more. We got Lamar with a super chat. Is it true T Woods clocked a four three? I didn't hear four three. Was it four? But it was in the four four range. Yeah. Uh, that's what uh was reported from his mouth. Actually, he said it in the in the video. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Eric, again, based on what you are seeing at camp, how scared should TCU be? I don't think there's no amount of preparing that can ready a team for Colorado. Uh, I mean, TCU is going to have their hands full because, one, they're not going to know what's coming at them, literally. Yeah. Like, how do you prepare for this team? You you watch the videos. <laughs> well, often. Yeah. But uh, Darius, yeah. And you're probably. obviously not getting schemes out of that. As Bucky said, you know, they're trying to take that stuff away. But at least you can see, okay, you know, Jimmy Horn's really fast. Right. <laughs> Shador throws dimes and all this stuff, and you can kind of start to build off of that. Right, but right. they're not going to be ready for that pace. Um, it's going to be a, it's going to be one hell of a game. I can't wait. Um, we have one more, right? What's up, Robert? Are we bringing some more st merch to Fort Worth? Of course we are. Hell yeah. Of course we are. All right. You got a bounce? I got a bounce. All righty, guys. We'll be back tomorrow. Let's go Buffs. Let's go Buffs.